My guest today is a teacher at Mercer Island High School. She's made her students, including me, feel welcomed in her class, even though we're learning in a virtual environment. Not only is she a devoted teacher, but a devoted cat mom as well. A warm welcome to Miss McCall. So, oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> um, the first question is, who was your role model or who was your inspiration when you were growing up? And what about now? Um, looking back, I think to my first role model, um, at a cousin, I have a cousin, she's 10 years older than me. And, um, she was very much like a big sister to me when I was growing up. I'm the oldest one in my nuclear family, but she kind of took on the role as a big sister, um, when we were younger. And now that we're older, she has, you know, four kids and like her own life in Arizona and everything, but we still text each other and we like to play jokes on our moms together. And so um, she was just a role model for me because she went through some really tough times in her late teens and early twenties. And she came out of it so much stronger and, um, you know, with a much better life than what she was. She changed her life in that time period. And I was just always impressed with her ability to do so. Yeah. Awesome. I also have um, an older cousin and I look up to her as well. Yeah, no, they're, it's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how did you decide you wanted to become a teacher? <laughs> I was kind of in denial about becoming a teacher when I was younger. I didn't want to do it. I used to say I didn't like kids. I thought I was too much of a pushover. <laughs> um, and I actually wanted to go into broadcasting when I was younger. Um, but I decided that I loved, I, I came around to it in a very roundabout way of, um, I was transferring colleges and I had to declare a major and I wanted to be an English major, but I wanted to be practical about it. So I accepted my like calling as being a teacher. And I went through the thought process thinking about all of the teachers that I loved and who made me feel so safe as a kid and who, um, you know, encouraged me to take intellectual risks and personal risks in life and were really guides for me. And so I thought if I could be the teacher that um, they were to me to another student, I would have a fulfill, fulfilling career. Adding on to that, who was like a teacher that you like feel really like helped to or like that you really appreciated? Yeah, um, his name is Mr. Wright and he actually still teaches at my high school. Um, he was my senior year English teacher, but he was also the director in a in plays that I did my freshman through senior year. And um, he saw something in me that I didn't see. Um, he saw that I was much more intelligent than I think I was letting on. And so he didn't let me get away with things in my writing and he didn't let me get away with things in my acting either. And so having that kind of encouragement um, was really special. And so I thought back to him and I realized that he was the person for me that I want to be for other people. That's really great. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, if you could tell something to your past self, what would you say? 
Um, don't be so afraid. I was so afraid when I was younger. Um, I was afraid to talk in front of people. I was afraid to um, really take any risks. And so if I could tell something to my younger self, I would say like, you know, you're going to grow up and you're going to be fearless. And so might as well start now. Yeah. Um, so how would like you were saying that you were like afraid of speaking. So what tips would you give to someone that had like stage fright or something? Yeah. Um, my tip is to take a drama class or to join a speech and debate. Um, put yourself in a situation where you're going to be taught how to speak in front of people um, in an environment where people are going to encourage you to do so because it's an incredibly safe place to take those risks. And so I actually got over my fear of speaking by joining the speech and debate club at my middle school. Mm -hmm. And um, that is what got me out of my shell was I said, you know, I'm tired of, I'm tired of being afraid. So I might as well learn how to do it. I think that radio also kind of helps that because it like, you're knowing that you're going to like have what you're saying put out for mm -hmm. here. So I think radio. Yeah, I uh, totally agree. Your cat's names were Nixie and Ned, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was wondering, what is the funniest thing that they've ever done? Oh, my gosh. Um, they do so many funny and weird things. Um, Nixie likes to um, lay like a snake. And so she does the little like corgi sploot where she has her back legs stretched out and her front legs stretched out. And Ned is such a space he's a space case and he will stretch too much and he will fall off the bed or fall off of somebody's lap. But I think the funniest thing was, um, I adopt, we adopted Nixie when she was just a few weeks old. And the day before we brought her home, she, um, I went and I met her at the shelter and she was all over the place. And I tried to pick her and hold her up, but she escaped from my hands and was running around the little room where all the cats were. And um, when I got her back into her little uh, kennel, she fell into her water bowl. <laughs> and she just was all over the place and had so much energy and so much sass. And I was like, this is the kitty for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then the most important question is, um, is a hot dog a sandwich? Okay, I was thinking about this question and I decided no, a hot dog is not a sandwich because sandwiches are usually horizontal or they're able to lay horizontally and a hot dog breaks all of those rules because you hold them vertically, but everything is stacked horizontally. So it's not a sandwich because it breaks the laws of physics. Wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> also brought the definition, so I was thinking maybe it would change what you say. Okay. So the definition of a sandwich on Google is an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or other filling between them. Okay. So it doesn't change, it changes my re reasoning, but it doesn't change my answer because a hot dog bun is one piece of bread. Oh, yeah, because, <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you for joining me and doing the interview. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. I love doing things like this with my students.